All right. Welcome to another edition, a preview game two episode of the semifinals of Banditland Boulevard, brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. I'm obviously one of your co-hosts, Trevor Howard, and then across from me via the Zoom platform, we have Tony LaMonica, a.k.a. Broxhead 98TL, going into game two, going into Hamilton after a big 18-17 victory over the Rock last week. The Bandits have the chance to punch their ticket to the championship round. Tony, how are you feeling going into this uh, this afternoon's game? Well, this afternoon's game is going to be a little bit more, uh, I think, possibly another trap game like we've seen on Sunday. Uh, I'd like to see a back-and-forth battle, but we'd like to see the Bandits gain their confidence, get that head start like they've normally done all season long and just never look back. That's the kind of game we need to see out of the bandits here today, especially in Hamilton, especially against the, the uh, opponent's crowd. We got to get them to be quiet. We got to shut them up. We got to get into their heads. We need to score first and never look back on the scoreboard because if we give them an opportunity, they're going to be possibly just knocking on our door or surpass us and take over the house. And we don't want that to happen. So again, I think what the bandits should do strategically today is once you start scoring don't drop the hammer don't stop with putting your foot on the gas you just continue to score goals against nick rose shoot low do what you have to do but get a comfortable lead and never look back that's the way we should do it today here in game two and what better way to get a comfortable lead than by starting off quick, you know, getting these fast starts. And like, we've been seeing the Bandits. The Bandits did this 14 times in the regular season, and guess what happened? They won those games using fast starts. They cannot afford to get behind the eight ball in the first quarter and play catch up the rest of the way. That is not the way that they want to play. I know that's not the way that Johnny T wants to play. It's not the way Matt Vince wants to play. And nope. hopefully good news. Um, I've been seeing rumors about a possible Bryce Sweeting return from injury. We'll have to see Please. it during during game time. Please. I believe he's a game time decision. But I really want to see him come back to stack up this defense. And we all know that we control this part. We don't control what happens out west. This is the stuff that we can control. Whoever we face against in the west, if we were to win this game, we play them next. Big deal. We can only control what we can control, and that is our own destiny, and that is beating the Toronto Rock in Game 2. And I believe the best way to do that is to get fast starts. And, you know, a big way to get a fast start is to have better production in the face-off circle. We need to have good production in the face-off circle this game. And if we if we don't, if we had a performance like we did last week, what was it, 11 for 38 on yep. face-offs? Uh, good luck trying to win this game by two or three goals. Because like you said, trap game, it's going to be a trap game if you are to dig yourself into that into that type of grave. Yeah, I need to start changing it up a little bit with the way things are. I mean, with the defensive standpoint, let's just go back to Albany's game. Defensively, goaltending-wise, fantastic. It was absolutely spectacular to watch. And especially with our offense, yeah, slow start, but then they started picking it up at the end where I think was a great strategy, uh, making them think, oh, we can't do scoring. We can't do this. But yet, oh, wait, we can. We're we just going to think differently. And we did. And we ended up winning by two scores, basically, uh, 10 to 5. But again, to me and to everyone else with the way they've been playing all season long, you get your fast starts, you shut them down uh, defensively, you make Matt Vince see the shots coming, and again, you can't be pointing fingers. This is about teamwork, it's about uh, the plan of attack, and then executing. So if we are going to have to really see how these boys are going to do today, especially in our opponent's house, 
We have got to just stay calm. We have to stay out of the box as much as possible and score the goals when needed. But again, to us, fast starts are important, especially for game number two. And I was going to say, like, control what you can and keep doing the good things that you were doing last week, like taking mm-hmm. shots from all angles. That was what they were doing, and they scored 18 goals last week just by doing that. That's Use right. a couple trick plays, like like what we saw Connor Fields do and what we saw Steve Priolo do. Um, you know, mm. you can throw in a trick play here and there. You know, get them off their, get them off their toes a little bit. Also, keep – you know, staying out of the penalty box. You did a great job last week staying disciplined, staying out of the box, doing some good things. And I think that's what the bandits need to do. If they if they just continue that and then just fix and clean up what they need to clean up, like the defensive play and the goaltending, which really isn't that much of an ask for the bandits. We all know what they can do goaltending-wise and defensively. Mm-hmm. If they just clean it up a little bit, don't change it entirely, this is going to be, you know, for sure a Buffalo Bandits victory without a doubt in my mind. Yeah, but also, like you said in the beginning, too, face-offs are key. That's what maintains control. Max Adler has to lock it down in that face-off dot because if he can't find a way to get back to his 45 to 50% winning in the face-off circle, we could be in serious trouble for game number two because I'm sure after game one, even though we spoke, uh, yes, yeah, school squeaked by uh, with the one goal victory, but I think because with controlling this, the whole game after the faceoffs, you've got to win them. You set the tone, you set the bar up high for your team. By winning those faceoffs, you maintain control and discipline to the opponents because if they find out that you can win faceoffs, that's going to scare them half to death, and they're always going to be, we're going to be always on the attacking side, not on the defending side. But that's how Toronto works out. I mean, uh, Erlen has been fantastic at the faceoff dot with them. Very good. We ha- Adler has got to find a way to get that mentality back to beating him in that faceoff circle. That is key number one. Key number two, scoring doesn't really change because you obviously know what your offense can do. But defensively and goaltending, that has to just change just a little bit where we know we can get double-digit goals over their single-digit goals against. So we need to get that back. We need to find a way to maintain that kind of game style in order to beat Toronto uh, tonight uh, in Hamilton and move on to the finals, and that would be fantastic to see. And if you remember what happened last time we played here, this was during the COVID outbreak in southern Canada, southern Ontario. Mm -hmm. We lost 12 to 10 in that building without fans. This time, there's going to be fans in the stands. Mm -hmm. The the fans are going to be rallying around their team, who is right now has one foot in the grave, so to speak, because the Bandits are in the driver's seat for this series of the best two out of three. Um, Toronto has something to play for. But guess what? On the other side, the Bandits have something to play for. They have the chance to shut the door on the Toronto Rock keep them out of the of the finals. So both teams have something to play for. I can see this game being back and forth, kind of similar to last week, uh, maybe not as egregious as last week on the score sheet, but mm-hmm. I can definitely see it being very, very, very similar because, I mean, that is a tough building to, to, to play in for the Bandits. That's my only concern because last time they went there, uh, I, I mean, the offense really wasn't there. Goaltending and defense was pretty good, and we only lost by two that game, but... I mean, that was, in a, that was in a building with no fans. This time mm-hmm. you're going to have so many fans, thousands of fans, uh, you know, trying to get their boys into the game. 
it, it's it's going to be a tough scene. It's 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 always a tough place to play. It kind of gives me Colorado vibes, if I'm not going to lie, whenever the Bandits go and face against Toronto on the road. But this is a team that they face against at least three times a year, including playoffs. This is a team that they're not, you know, completely this is a team that they know how to face against this is the team that they've been facing against they're their number one rival basically other than the rochester nighthawks if i must say they know how to play this team but this the atmosphere the building is going to be just a tough place to play and i think johnny t has the tools has the keys to go down there and win yeah, and I think what the Buffalo Bandits are going to be doing is playing for a purpose, especially for the tragedy that happened here not too long ago. No and doubt about they're it. Fight, yeah, they're fight. They're going to fight every minute of the of the game, especially for the people that have lost their lives through the tra- uh, the tragedy that we've had recently. They want to win a championship so because of the they to, want, to help I those know people. Yeah, they've got a feeling they want to win this. They want to win it for not only the people of Buffalo, but they want to do it for rightfully so for themselves and. After what happened, I mean, they have, I think that's the fuel to the fire that they needed to really kick up their confidence level and really surpass any adversity towards them. So for Dane Smith to say, I'm going to go out there and score. And every time I score goals, I'm going to donate to the cause. And you know what? God bless his heart for what he has done. Same with, same with Josh Byrne too. too. Yep. Same yeah, with Josh Byrne. the team's done too. So for the guys that showed up uh, for that moment and guys, that's what we do is we're one Buffalo. That's all basically said and done is that we care about each other. We look out for one another. And then if God forbid, like things happen like this, we're always got your back. So that, that just shows you how strong this city is and how awesome these people are here in Buffalo. We are the city of brotherly love for sure. And Chase Frazier put something on his Instagram story, something to the effect of winning heals all wounds and that the Bandits are fully determined to go out and win the championship this year for the people that are affected and for Bandit fans around the world. So, you know, he's he's definitely determined to go into game two with a purpose. I think maybe last week their, their heads were kind of hanging a little bit low because of the tragedy, but they still came across to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot going on in that building, a lot of stuff going on in people's minds during that game. So it was kind of just a weird, wacky game, but the Bandits still got the win. This week they have, you know, they had a full week to process what happened, to understand what happened. This is just full motivation time for the Bandits to go in there and stomp these guys into the ground because they have the firepower, they have the best coach, the best goaltender, they have all the tools they need to absolutely pound these guys into the ground and shut the absolutely. door on the Toronto Rock and eliminate these guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's just with the way how we are, we just work as a family. We're not we're not just teammates. We're not just uh, co-players or whatever you want to call it. We're a family and we stand together. We stand behind each other and we always got each other's backs. So um, with that being said, I think we both can agree on what we could say the outcome or what the strategics we can do. So Trevor, take it away for that. So as far as strategy is concerned, Here's my here's my number one take. When you look at offensively for the Bandits, the number one strategy I have is to get the ball to your top shooters. Get the ball to your snipers. Get the ball to Josh Byrne. Get the ball to Dane Smith. And guess what? Get the ball to Chris Cloutier, to number mm-hmm. two, because he's got the most underrated shot in the league. You give the guy, you give the snipers your balls, the, 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 uh, the freaking playmakers pass it to him, all things good can happen. And you know what happened last week? They were taking shots from all angles. Nick Rose didn't know where all the balls were going. But even Steve Priolo out there doing that. Defensively and transition-wise. Got to tighten up. You got to tighten up. You got to play. I've been seeing a lot of this zone-based defense, which is leaving guys wide open in front of the net. 
I'd mm-hmm. stick to man in the first half, and if that's not working, try to play a little bit of man zone, 50-50-ish um, in the second half. But you got to be locking these guys down. It's got to be like white on rice, put them in the spin cycle. You know what I mean? So we need to be having that down. We need to be physical. We weren't really that physical last week, and the penalty sheet <laughs> was a perfect description of why that was. No, we only got what? One penalty, and that was for holding the stick. That's it. I want to see some big hits because you guys have everything to play for. You're in the driver's seat for this series. If you win this game, you go to the finals. Just tell yourself that multiple times. And goaltending, Matt Vince, be Matt Vince today. Be Matt Vince. Don't be Angus Goodleaf today. Be Matt Vince. That is my strategy. Yeah, especially with the way how we're going to, like, with Vinny being himself, he'll lock it down when he needs to. He knows when it's time. And when it comes down to it, he knows that this game right here, game two, like you said, if they win, they're in. If they lose, they come back to Buffalo on May 28th. But do we really want that to happen? Do we really want to force a game three and do have we that really, risk of losing at home? Do no. We, do we really no. want Toronto to keep the casket a little bit open, stick their arm out with a little bit of no. life? We want no, to this shut isn't the on zombie them. apocalypse. Let's shut it down. Let's put the nail in the coffin and let's bury these guys bury once them. and for all. Yep. And let's get and let's move on to either San Diego or Colorado. That's basically what we got to do. We can't just I mean, like I said before, we got to take one game at a time. This is it. Lock it down. Shut them up. And let's move on to the finals and let's represent Buffalo back into the championship mode again. This is where the 14 wins in the regular season really, truly matter. I mean, this is what you guys have been playing for all season long. All 18 weeks is for this game right here, the game to punch your ticket into the finals and just mm-hmm. take it game by game. And that's what the bandits have been doing. That's what Steve Priolo was preaching earlier, saying, you know what? We're just going to look at the season into individual thirds. We're going to look at each game, game by game. We're not going to look at the whole season as a playoff picture outlook or whatever. We're just going to focus on one game at a time. And as soon as that game's over... It's in the rearview mirror. We're looking on to the next one. And I think that's, that's right. what the that's what the bandits have been doing. And I think that's I think that's one of the big, you know, reasons for their success. And I think with that said, I think we need to get into our predictions of this game. Um yep. I like what you said earlier about the whole trap game situation. I can definitely see it being close. Mm-hmm. Um I can see it being somewhat high scoring, nothing like last week. That That's an anomaly. Um, you, you don't okay. really get a lot of those games. You, you know, a blue moon has to happen for that, you know, for that game to happen again. But I think that the Bandits will win this game and punch their ticket to the finals with a 14-12 to victory over the Toronto Rock. I like it. I like that. That's That's kind of where I was, like, aiming for. But you know what? I think because with both teams, I mean, Toronto now is going to play for nothing – no, it's either win or lose. Uh, they're going to go out there and play the, like they have nothing to lose because they're going to say uh, to the Buffalo Bandits, you know, if we lose, so, you know, we're going to have to wait until next year. But you guys have something to lose. The Bandits have everything have to lose. Game everything you guys to have lose. that one game lead, but we don't want you to think like we're out of this just yet. So it's going to be a close game for me. Um, but like you said, the scoring might be a little bit more smaller, but it might be still close as it was for game one back and so forth. Be- yeah. So that being said, but I still got a feeling this could be one of those games where the bandits are going to start off quick and never look back. So I don't see them. Um, I don't see them being behind at all this game. Good. I really have a good feeling about this. Good. Um, so with saying that my score predictions, obviously I want the bandits to, for the victory, but it's going to be Bandits 13, Rock 9. It's going to be close, but 
I got a feeling by four. Yep. Vince is going to keep them under 10 today. I really do. 13-9 is my final score prediction. I wouldn't have a single problem with that. I think, but I like what you said there about Toronto's mentality going into this game. The Bandits have, actually, if you look at it from a broader standpoint, the Bandits mm-hmm. have everything to lose. They have everything to lose here. Toronto, right now, virtually has nothing to lose except for their spot in the playoffs. They have virtually nothing. Um, the Bandits, I, I just I just don't see the Bandits you know, what? no matter what happens in this game, I have the Bandits winning, but I just don't see them losing back-to-back in the playoffs when it truly matters. I think the Bandits will go to the finals, whether it's in two, whether it's in three, preferably in two, so we can take it back to Banditland to host game one and uh, may possibly three of the championship series because the Bandits clinched their number one spot in the league. But I, I just don't see it happen. I think the Bandits get the deal done tonight. They're not going to waste any time. They're not going to lollygag. It's, it's, it's going to be over then the bands yep. will go to the finals for sure. Absolutely. I want this to be one more and done with these guys. Because Toronto's, like I said, the little brother. respect for you guys because you guys have fought all year round. You guys are number two in the East for a reason, and you have fought your way. But this is not your year, guys. This is the year for the orange and black. This is for the year for the Buffalo Bandits. For all the things that we have been waiting for, we've been waiting since 2008 to have another championship raised. It is time. I this agree. is our time, not yours, ours. ours. So go out there, do what you do, play your game. You guys come out on top. We'll see you guys back in the beginning of June for the championship round. Yeah, and you know what? I look at Toronto like that little sibling that's being so annoying that just won't go away. Hopefully today, the Bandits We'll slam the door on them, keep them out of their rooms, and lock the door, throw away the key, because it is our time. The la- Your time, Toronto, was 2013. Our last time was 2008. It's time to get another banner up in the Key Bank Center. It's time for that. It's it's long we overdue. Um, we've had a lot of heartbreak in the city, 2016, 2019. Let's bring it in in 2021, 2022. Let's raise the banner. Let's get – we want five. Let's be the five-time, 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 five-time champs, like – like what Booker T used to say back in the day with WWE. <laughs> you want to be the five-time champs, okay? So with that said, I got 14-12. to 12, Tony's got 13-9. Thank you for listening to this episode of Banditland Boulevard brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. So on behalf of myself and Tony LaMonica, a.k.a. BoxN90ATL, let's win game two. Let's go, the, let's go punch our ticket to the finals. And as always, let's, let's go, go Bandits. Bandits. Let's freaking let's go. go.